You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. At some point, you're going to have to start trusting yourself. I've learned. <laughs> you know, I think now that I am Mad Virtual solo, at the beginning, there's no way that I would have thought that I could do this by myself. And even when it like became official, when Jess was like, all right, I'm going to take a step back. I had that thought. I said, how am I going to do this by myself? And then I had to stop myself. It's silly because I've already been doing it. (laughs) I'm just at the point where I'm trusting that I'm enough, uh, because I am, and I'm going to let go of having too much control and I'm getting back to like really enjoying what I'm doing. That was Amy Maddox. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, Marnie on the Move listeners. Welcome and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. I'm super psyched about today's guest, Amy Maddox. She is the co-founder of Mad Ritual. CBD recovery bombs and bath bombs. They are my go-to recovery aid for racing and training and just in general in life. Before we dive in, shout out to our partners at Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is the ultra personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. They are my go-to for understanding my inner health, looking at my blood levels, and getting great nutritional insight. Inside Tracker transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed recommendations you need to reach your goals. Take control of your health and wellness. Unlock the power of your potential. And use our code CHEERSMARNIE for 25% off. Mad Ritual is a woman-owned, all-natural CBD company that manufactures the highest quality topicals with zero THC. Mad Ritual CBD is a game changer when it comes to increasing performance output and maximizing recovery. On this episode of Marnie on the Move, I sync up with Amy to talk about the latest business developments and product launches at Mad Ritual. Amy brings me up to speed on her recent position changes within the company, as well as how the COVID pandemic impacted the CBD industry. We chat about Mad Ritual's latest wellness essentials, including their CBD bombs and bath bombs. Amy and I also sync up about her mental and spiritual health routines, as well as the exercises and meditations that keep her ready to continue creating the latest and greatest CBD products. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. It's easy. Head over to the app on your Apple phone, iPad, computer, click on the Marnie on the Move podcast, click on the five stars after scrolling through the episodes, and click on leave a review. Tell us what you love. Also, 
share this episode with your friends on social, wherever you like to get social. LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know how to do it. Tag us. We'll tag you back. And we are bringing the newsletter back for September. So sign up for the download and get ready for an action-packed fall. Now, on to my conversation with Amy. Yeah, so tell me what's going on with Mad Ritual. I'm officially a um, one-woman ownership team now. When Mad Ritual started in 2018, it was me and Jessica, my co-founder, and we had some small investors supporting us as well. And just within the last couple of months, my husband and I have bought out our investors, and um, Jessica has officially decided to take a step back from an active role at Mad Ritual, you know, since the baby came last May and then the pandemic and all of this other stuff. It's just kind of, I've been running the show since all of this kicked off anyways, and I'm going to keep on <laughs> leading this team. So, you know, we're kind of restructuring officially. We're converting from an LLC to a C-Corp, which is pretty exciting for a small business. Um and that's going to give me some opportunities. I have a small team of women that I work with that help me with um, digital marketing. They help me with graphic design. All, a lot of the stuff that supports our online sales, um, I'm going to be bringing them on in more of an official capacity. So people coming in, people coming out, and we'll still be a small team. We're a women-owned small business. We're also women-operated. So we're just kind of growing in a let's see in an outward way when you and Jessica first started mad ritual what was your what was your primary role in the company how has it evolved and what are you taking on more of so my role in the beginning with mad ritual I come from a background of product development um, marketing and more of the how do we get this product ready for a shelf ready to sell and pass it off to the sales team so um, even before Mad Ritual, Jessica and I worked with each other in different positions for about five different companies. And we've always had that dynamic where I was more in the product building sector of the company and then she was in sales. So we always worked really close together, whereas I would pass off products to her to go and sell. I would um, create supporting marketing material for her um, and all kinds of things like that. So We've always um, had that dynamic with Mad Ritual, so it is more getting into the sales arm of the business. Mm -hmm. um, one way that we're growing, uh, my sister-in-law actually has come on to work with us um, since last year. She's down in Texas. I'm in the Seattle, Washington area, and um, she's been getting into like the East Texas market, um, introducing them to CBD, which has been ex really exciting because yeah. it's East Texas and um, there's a wide open opportunity for CBD and all things hemp. It's just, you know, a lot of consumer education, going to events and things like that. So she and I have been working together to um, to grow that market. So I am involved in sales more now. Mm -hmm. I've always been heavily involved with marketing. Um, do a lot of like the product photography that you see, which I'm actually trying to get away from because my role has expanded so much. I don't really have time to like shoot and edit photos. Um, the, the but way you're that so good to. at it. You know, is it something? <laughs> I mean, I always wonder. Thank you know, you. as an entrepreneur. 
I always wonder as an entrepreneur, like, you know, running a business, running a company, it's like, how do you decide? Like, if you are the solo person, or even if you have a team, like, how do you decide where to best use your time? And what goes into that sort of thought process? Well, I mean, a lot of the times the challenging part of that is figuring out how to decide what to do. You're right. Like the cool thing is that you have a blank canvas every day in front of you and you can like splash it with pink paint or you can make like a black mess because you mixed way too many colors together. (laughs) So I found it that, um, you know, managing these different roles. What am I going to focus on today? Um, I think when I start the week off setting goals that are really clear, if I have a sales focus that that week, I mean, clearly I'm focused on sales opportunities and doing a lot of communication, sending out sales, doing a lot of calls. Um, Whereas if I'm getting ready for, for example, right now we're running a promotion because we're celebrating our third birthday of the the product launch. Um, A lot of that was um, you know, a couple of weeks before that, I was heavy in planning. I was getting copy sorted out. I was getting Aaron, our designer, to get some graphics ready for us. So um, really, it does change on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, and one reason I am not so much into the photography designing aspect of that is I really don't think that that's my, like, strong suit anymore. I think it's something that I've always had in my back pocket I did some um, photography in high school and college and kind of always did that as a side job. Right. And that skill allowed me to have the confidence to like even come out (laughs) into, you know, go into entrepreneurship and say, okay, well, at least I know that I can do photography. Like I've got that skill. I've proven to myself that I can have a small business focused around that. So it's always been a great skill to have in my back pocket. But to be honest, it's not really like where... I get a lot of joy. It's not yeah. where I really like to focus my time. It's just something that's always allowed me to get to this point where I am. What have you done that's new that you're really loving that you kind of discovered during COVID that you want to spend more time doing? You know, I'm really surprised at um, how I am enjoying the leadership role of this. I you know, I am, I guess, more, I wouldn't say shy, but I'm not like a super outgoing person. And I'm not really the type of person to put myself in the middle of a situation and say like, hey, y'all, everyone listen to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's very hard for me to do. Um, but I I do like um, setting expectations and goals and then communicating those to the different people on my team. You know, the transition for me is going away from something like photography and design where it's very like project oriented and I have a due date and I need to post these things to, okay, well, let's look at the month. Let's look at all of the moving parts. How do we prepare um, for the month ahead of us and not be stressed out on the day that we're launching something because we're still like getting our assets together. You know, those little small things I'm trying to look at as um, successes and wins because right. it is really awesome when you can launch something and you're like, okay, well that went, that went really well. <laughs> you know, like now all I have to do now is to sit back and like watch and see what happens. So right. yeah, the leadership has been really surprising and enjoying, you know, and I do, I do like sales. I think that because Jess is 
always been so strong in sales. She's a wonderful salesperson. She's great at storytelling, any kind of painting a visual picture. She is dynamite at. And so, and we've been friends forever. We've always worked together. Why would I ever need to develop that skill if I have Jess over here (laughs) being amazing naturally at sales? So for me, it's been, you know, getting out of my comfort zone. And I don't know why I would get stressed out about like hopping on the phone with somebody like I'm from the 90s. I grew up in on the phone like 10 hours (laughs) a week. You know, this is like way before the internet. Why am I stressing out about getting on a call on a call with somebody? So you know, just taking a step back. And at the end of the day, I, I think that Madritool's main mission and um, focus in terms of a product is to be the best CBD topical available on the market. So well, I think that your topical CBD balm is amazing. And as an athlete, a triathlete, and having been using it since the day I met you two yeah. uh, in New York City, <laughs> yeah, I could speak to that, that it really is amazing. So what are the different balms that you have now? And also, you also have balms and bombs. So this is like a tongue twister for me as a podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bath bombs and recovery balms. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun to say. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the different fragrances that you're using and the products that you're offering right now? And are you seeing something new in the pipeline? Yeah. So Mavritool's Hero product from the beginning, which we launched in April of 2018, we started out with one scent. It was a eucalyptus and peppermint recovery balm. And, you know, our base of the product is really simple. It's just five ingredients. We use olive oil, coconut oil, shea butter, candelilla wax. So it's a vegan product. Um, and then we use 200 milligrams of a broad spectrum CBD, which is the, the natural pain relieving part of the product. And then once we got that base formula down, it's pretty convenient for us to create new products by using essential oils. So, you know, we launched with a eucalyptus and peppermint, we expanded with the lavender frankincense, and then we got a couple of requests from customers who are sensitive to aromatherapy, or maybe they were using it for alternative reasons. So we have an unscented Um, recovery balm as well. So my plan for the upcoming year is um, I'm working with a really cool farm and processing company in Oregon, and we're doing some R&D on some new scents for the balm. And, um, and we're going to play around with some extra strengths and maybe some different sizes. I really only have one product um, variant right now, which is two ounces, 200 milligrams. So I would like to play around with the different ways that we're um, packaging those products up and then also introducing a new scent for the balm. And, you know, our second product that we followed up with is a, a CBD bath balm, 100 milligrams. You just top, pop it into your tub, let the water run under it, fizzes up a bit a bunch and then I mean when I lay in it I feel like I'm like melting like butter so yeah um yeah we kind of got this idea because people were like making jokes about wow I just really want to bathe in that ritual using the the recovery balm where you just you know you put a little where it hurts and like actually you can bathe in mad ritual so it's been a really natural product for us to get into we launched those in August of um 2020 so 
you know, that was kind of exciting during the summer. At least I had a new product launch to distract myself with. And we were able to focus a lot of the messaging around what's going on in the outside world can stay. Why don't we like go into the bathroom, turn off the lights, put on some music, pour a glass of wine if you want, or not maybe a CBD soda and just kind of soak away some of your worries. Yeah. The bath bombs Um, are awesome. Well, I, I am interested in doing some kind of massage specific product. You know, what I'm seeing, uh, you know, maybe this is like a lesson that I also learned in the past year is a, a lot of the times, I mean, I know that for years, people now have said, like, listen to the data, the data points where you need to go. And that is so true. It's literally telling me, like, focus on chiropractors, focus on massage therapists. In terms of your sales strategy and getting out there to B2B and like B2C. Exactly. Yeah. Because we, I mean, we, we did start more of a B2B focus, you know, we were doing the events. Also, we, we basically started pop by popping up at the finish line of a 5k here locally. Um, and we started making sales from there. And then that just kind of grew uh, opportunities grew from there. So, you know, very thankful to have our event channel back. I did my first event last Saturday at a park here in Seattle. It was a 5k. And that was like a third of our of our revenue stream. So that was a big hit. So thankful to be having a, a marketing calendar filling up for the rest of the year. But what I was saying about where the data is telling me where to go for, for B2B, it's really clear to me that um, places like chiropractor centers, uh, physical therapists, massage therapists, they have the exact same customers that MadVirtual does. You know, they're all people that are looking for natural alternative wellness practices that are going to relieve some sort of pain. Um, So I'm just going to, you know, meet the customer where they're at. It's usually chiropractor, physical therapist or massage therapy. I think that's a brilliant idea because I feel like people are turning to these experts more and more for product recommendations. Yeah, I think so. And um, I mean, they do sell products like biofreeze um which you can go and look at the biofreeze ingredient list there's a ton of ingredients it offers really the same kind of relief that mad ritual does so um i feel like there's a nice little space carved out for retail product and those types of um service providers yeah a hundred percent and now you said you went to a 5k so like speaking of sports i know you were working that day but what are you doing these days for training, working out, like what's your, what's your go-to? Well, you know, I will say this year I've become very like mentally and spiritually fit. Mm, How interesting. (laughs) You and Jess. Yes. I mean, up until I didn't have access to the gym anymore, because I'm in Washington state and I mean, our lockdown was just as real as y'all's and in New York. Yeah. Um, so going to the gym was just a no go. And I really didn't realize that I guess since about, you know, college for about 10 years now, the gym has been my therapy (laughs) and Um, not having the ability to go to the gym, I it, like really took me for a loop because I've always been a gym person. You know, I, I got into running in high school or sorry, in college and same when I found the gym and I just, I get a lot from going to the gym every day, having a schedule, you know, focusing us on, on a certain part of my body. I really try to like 
be a yogi and be a runner and all of these things. And like, I'm just a gym person. I just like to exercise. So I have built up my home gym over the last year and I've gotten more into it and kind of like, okay, well, maybe I like hit a little bit more or maybe I do like heavy weights. You know, it's really just about accessibility at the time. But um, yeah, I'd say like 2020 was hard on the bod. <laughs> but it was I mean it was I, at the end I, I still feel like I mean I, I love myself more I think you know being able to look at myself in the mirror and going easy on myself in a way that I never have been before which I I what a place to get to <laughs> if you're a woman with a body I don't everybody has a different experience but it's really great to be able to say that yeah, no, that's amazing. I mean, it's like a major game changer for your confidence and also like just to, as an accomplishment. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'll say that I've become more mentally and spiritually fit just because I had a ton of spare time on my hands. I was feeling miserable inside and <laughs> like you can only ignore some of the things like like meditation or like goal setting and those really easy attainable things, you know, that are always available to you in your house. If you have the internet, um, I just kind of leaned into that. So I feel, uh, like I dealt with a lot of stuff that was maybe going on inside that I never even looked at before. Um, yeah. So I'm walking around like a little bit lighter on the inside. Did you do like specific meditation? I know Jess is very into the whole Wim Hof method and she's also like deep, deep into meditation. She is. And I'm sure it sounds like some of that rubbed off on you a little bit. <laughs> oh, you know, I actually rubbed off on her. Oh, really? Okay. This is good. <laughs> I so showed her the one. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Well, I mean, that's like kind of why our friendship is really awesome is because there's not a lot of topics that are off limits. Like we've been friends for so long. She knows my past. She knows my traumas. Like we talk about a lot of that stuff extensively. Um, and so meditation is just kind of one of those things like that we would talk about just as easily as we talk about food. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm a little bit different than her. I, I have, um, I want to go the easiest route possible with like the maximum benefit. So I even, I don't even sit down to meditate I lay down I put a blanket on myself I make it like the coziest room ever I put my headphones in and I just I hop on YouTube whatever mood I'm in I type in guided meditation uh confidence guided meditation past trauma whatever it is there's something there's a free resource out there for it so that's kind of just what I started doing that a little bit more. I changed the way I meditated, stopped trying to like sit upright because my back was always bothering me. And like, why can't I get past 10 minutes of meditation sitting up? It's, it's yeah. one more thing to worry about, you know? So yeah, I just kind of changed the way I did it. I started doing it more and I started going a little bit longer and I feel like I could get into it a little bit deeper. And, and has it helped you with like business? And it sounds like you, you're very grounded with getting back to the gym and kind of like, at least that's the vibe I'm getting. Uh, how has meditation helped you with like life and business? Oh, it's definitely helped with business. I mean, even life 
life too. Like, I mean, they're um, the same, but I feel like, you know what I mean? Like there's like goals and strategies and stuff in business. And then in life, there's just like life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I think I need it more for the, the life stuff, like the, you know, family conversations or the political climate was very hyped. Um, you know, there's a lot of really hard conversations that I think people are having around that. And those are hard emotions and feelings to communicate. And that's not really something that I've ever been able to do. Like my range of emotions have always been pretty small. Um, and so exploring that, like looking at the definitions of, of, of an emotion that you're like, okay, well, maybe I thought I was angry, but I'm not angry. I'm actually like hurt because of this. And, you know, thinking about it in a little bit of a, a broader context, um, it's really uncomfortable, but, um, man, how do I explain it? It's, uh, it's something you just have to like, it's like a murky lake you have to swim through. Interesting. And then you're going to like come up for fresh air and you're like, okay, well, I swam the distance. I definitely don't want to go back through there, but now I can breathe a little bit easier. Yeah. That's so interesting. I like that analogy. Wait, so were you, I forget, were you also a swimmer or you're a runner? I forget which, I mean, I, I, I didn't, yeah. I'm an exerciser. You're an exerciser. <laughs> but you didn't share that with Jess, like, because I know she was in college, like, swimming and running and all that. No, um, no, she's always been a swimmer. I, I'm not a swimmer okay. whatsoever. I love to lay by the side of the pool, and I love to, like, put on a bathing suit and get wet. But yeah. you're not, not going to catch me swimming a 5K <laughs> in an open water. Yeah. Um, you know, and I did, I did get into running for a little bit. Uh, you know, I've done like a 10 K I've done a half marathon. Yeah. Um, those are like always fair weather, like love running in the sunshine. Yeah. Um, and I, I can, you know, I like running when there is a goal attached to it. Like if I have a training program for six months and I know, or for six weeks and I know that there's a race at the end of it, I'll train every day. I'll do everything I'm meant to. I'll run my race and I'll love it. And then I'll like, won't run for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm the same way, but like with the train, with the gym training stuff. So I get it. Oh, the whole year that we didn't have any races. I mean, I totally was able to pivot in terms of exercising. And like I said, I was training with my friend and then I was, you know, going, I was going out and doing runs here and there. But I have to say that on March 1st, we rejoined the gym, which was, you know, where the pool is. And mm. I've been swimming two to three times a week. And my body is in the best shape that it's been in in a year and a half, like since the beginning of COVID. Wow. Yeah. From, you think from the swimming? From the swimming. Yeah, it's been great exercise just to be in the pool and chat with you. <laughs> it's so great to catch up with you. It's crazy because it's been about two years since we met. Yeah. I think. And I mean, basically, that was like when Mad, Mad Ritual started taking off. We met at the show in New York. And then that's where we met Dillard's. And um, Dillard's was our first like national deal. How many doors are you in now? Um, with Dillard's, we're in 216 and online. Um, and then the other big retail store we're in is Bartels, which is here in Washington State. There's 64 locations. 
And um, they were recently purchased by Rite Aid. So we'll see what happens with that rollout as they update the stores and things like that. Now, what are some of your goals for 2021 in terms of getting into stores and growth? You know, I have been focused more on the D2C and the B2B rather than like mass retail. Um, You know, at the beginning of 2020, we were on a great trajectory for having a mass retail strategy. We were going to, you know, meetings where we're meeting people like Dillard's and Bartels and other big names like Walgreens and CVS and um, really starting to get in front of these like key players with mass um, distribution. I mean, we were going to like fundraise at that point in time. This is all like the day that our fundraising deck was ready like on the calendar that I was about to send it out to investors is the day we went into lockdown. So we didn't even get that effort off of the ground, but I'm kind of glad that we didn't go that route given what I know now, where I am now. I think that, I think that Mad Ritual is a brand and a product that will probably be in mass retail in a couple of years. Um, We're still very, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to make the mistake of trying to grow too quick. With our operation, you know, I do want to stay like the product is is still hand poured and there's a lot of uh, integrity that goes into it rather than when you get into mass manufacturing, mass distribution, you don't really have all of that. So if that day comes one day, I will be grateful for it. Uh, But I do want to take advantage of the time that we have to be small. Yeah. um, And a little bit more experimental, you know, then then I can play with different blends of the balm and I don't have to invest too much and same with the bath balm I can come out with new scents I can come out with new shapes flavors fizzies whatever um so yeah I'm just gonna take it one account as a time at a time not try to move too fast and make sure that the product product is always a priority if if at the end of the day if I am like depressed or sad or whatever I can go onto our product review pages where we have like (laughs) Over 200 five-star reviews and people literally like legitimately gushing about how much they love this product. Um, And I'm a product person and I know what it takes to like get a good product to market. So I feel like at the end of the day, we've done that really well and that makes me super happy. So yeah, I just want to have a really solid operation by the end of the year. You know, as we're going through all this transition, I just want it to be really easy for everybody that we work with and, um, and really smooth. I think that's a good goal for us to have. You know, I want to launch some of the new blends and the bath bomb, maybe do a massage oil. And then maybe this is a good time to tell you that Actually, at the end of this summer, uh, my husband and I are going to be moving to Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, which is where I'm from, East Texas. Um, so I've been away from my home and family for about the past decade. And I met my husband here. He's from Australia. And so we're going to pack up and move it down south and be a little bit closer to family and still, you know, still continue to do Mad Ritual and all the things that we're doing. Like, so Austin, that's so exciting. I love Austin. I love that How city. many times have you been? I've been there twice. Okay. That's all I've it's been. It's not enough. <laughs> I've been there twice too. I would have so gone So I don't really, yeah, well maybe um, now that you have a new person. I can come visit. in the future. Yeah. If I yeah. They've got tons of like races and things down here. We did a triathlon there. We did a half Ironman in near Austin. 
it was I think it might have been called Austin, but it wasn't like exactly in it was like sort of on the outside of the city. Yeah, it's kind of a big area. Like I'm okay. excited. The, the thing I'm most excited about is to be like very closely located to the world's best water park called Slitter Bond. Mm-hmm. It's in um it's about 45 minutes away from Austin and it is so much fun and so cool. I've been there like as a kid. That's where we would always go on our trips for family vacation and I've been telling my husband, like, okay, like, even if you don't like Austin, you're going to be close to the best water park ever. (laughs) It's a great place to live. That's awesome. Do you have any business advice for entrepreneurs building their business right now? Well, um, at some point, you're going to have to start trusting yourself, I've learned. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I think now that I am Mad Virtual solo, at the beginning, there's no way that I would have thought that I could do this by myself. And even when it like became official, when Jess was like, all right, I'm going to take a step back. I had that thought. I said, how am I going to do this by myself? And then I had to stop myself. And it's silly because I've already been doing it. <laughs> so um, I'm just at the point where I'm trusting that I'm enough because uh, I am. And I'm going to let go of having too much control. And I'm getting back to like really enjoying what I'm doing. You know, I got into entrepreneurship five years ago because I wasn't satisfied with, you know, the projects I was working on and like where I was investing my time. Um, and I started this to, to have fun in life and somewhere along the way I got like a little bit too serious. So yeah, I'm back to having just a good time with Mad Ritual and thinking that, um, that I can do this. And I, I am enough. (laughs) You are and you can. You're going to do it. I mean, I think that's such an important lesson. And I think, you know, it comes sometimes it comes back to like really revisiting what your why is or was when you started. Yeah. And it's it's not money. I realized that which money money is a great motivator. It really is um, great to to use to set goals and to reward people and yourself. Um, But I think it's a the probably the worst thing to make as your why mm-hmm. um because there are so many other good reasons of like why why you should be motivated to do things and i think anytime i've tried to follow with or if i try to lead with money it doesn't work you know if i yeah. actually yeah if i trust my my gut instinct and put out there what i want regardless of what the monetary outcome is it usually has a monetary positive outcome yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. And that's great, great wisdom that you've had, like with yourself, too. I mean, that's huge. Thanks. Well, I wish you the best of luck with Mad Ritual over the coming months. I'm excited to be on this journey with you as somebody who loves your product. Thank you. I'm psyched about Marnie on the move and that you're able to get back there, back out there and get on the move again. Well, this has been super great. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download to get updates, deals, giveaways, 
and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out. <laughs>